Hey, you guys. We're so glad to have a special guest with us, Mr. Bradley Sinclair. He's a singer-songwriter who first got into music by playing his brother's drums set in middle school, and he was encouraged to join his choir, where he discovered that he had a talent for singing. One thing that you guys will learn about Bradley, especially after this interview, is that not only is he was a standout on The Voice, which is Team Nick, which I love Nick Jonas, but he truly was a star in the making. And I was very heartbroken when he was eliminated because I thought he was definitely one of the best contestants on that season. But we are so glad to have Bradley here with us on Black Canvas. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Oh, it's no problem. We're so glad to have you here on the show. And so I want to first start off with talking about The Voice, because I think that's something that many fans um, are well aware of you being on the show. I've been watching this since season one. And one thing I love about that show is that they have so many talented people who have such amazing careers even after the show. And it's not about winning, but it's about what do you do with what you've been given on the show, the platform. But can you tell us about what was it like when you first auditioned for the show and what was it like to have both Kelly and Nick turn around? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, the initial audition goes pretty far back before uh, even seeing me on the show. The audition process is quite extensive just to get uh, in front of those chairs. Um, took about a year and uh, a, a lot of uh, interviews and video submissions and auditions and whatnot <laughs> leading up to it. But uh, yeah, and then finally getting on that stage in front of uh, those coaches was pretty awesome. Um, when Kelly turned around, I, I I felt like I had just gotten kind of my nerves out of the way. And then right when she turned around, that all left me and uh, kind of went back to that heart attack feeling. <laughs> And then as uh, soon as I tried to reel it back in from her turning around, the excitement of that, that's when Nick turned and, and kind of brought it all. And I blacked out and <laughs> uh, finished my song and then got to talk with them for a while and um, walked off the stage and felt kind of numb, honestly. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, just to go through that experience, Kelly Clarkson turning around. I mean, the original American Idol Nick Jonas mm-hmm. being such a great vocalist and arranger and just I loved him on I don't know if you've seen the show NBC Songland have you seen that show before um I've heard of it I have not watched it though well there was an episode that they did and this guy Abel Hart was the one who won that that um episode but the Jonas Brothers were on there and just watching how he arranged and just all three of the brothers were just amazing on the show but it just reminds me when yeah. I saw him on The Voice I'm like this is one of the best coaches that they've had because he's young he has that experience but he knows what he's doing and he has I love his falsetto as, as well right. like he has a great range with his voice and so I was glad to see you use different facets of your voice on the show as well because I could tell and say you won't let go which is one of my favorite songs uh, <laughs> you did a great job on it <laughs> yeah thanks man yeah it was definitely a pleasure to work with nick he has a track record that precedes him and uh he's done a lot and done very well at it as well so uh it was definitely an honor to be able to meet him and work with him and uh something that i'll definitely remember forever i think that's great now james i think is it james arthur i believe who wrote or sung the song say you won't let go i believe 
Yeah, that's his tune. Okay, I wanted to make sure because he has so many hits. Um, I think Trainwreck, yeah. I think, is another one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that one blew up on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I, I first heard of him a couple of years ago. And so when people started singing, this song became really popular. You could hear it like everywhere. But he just has such a great tone. Oh, yeah. and I, like Sam Smith is another one. There's just certain singers who you just listen to them. You're like, I like the tone of their voice. And just is amazing. Yeah, very original and, and recognizable for sure. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say the same thing about Bradley soon. Very original, very oh, recognizable. I hope so, <laughs> I hope so man. <laughs> what about um, Elton John? Because I know you had opportunity to sing him, I believe. Was that during the battle rounds? Yeah, so Elton John was what we sang for our second our second song when I battled Rachel Mack. Um, and yeah, that was really awesome. When they sent us over the song we'd be singing, I... Definitely was real excited. Got the butterflies in my stomach. I was like, shit, man, I got to sing Elton John. <laughs> That's a, a bit of a scary <laughs> task, but uh, I, I was really honored to be able to do that. I think y'all did an amazing job, too. I mean, that goes back to just showing the outrage. There were so many people that were, like, very upset that you were eliminated. <laughs> and I want to really talk about the outrage of the, the elimination. Were you shocked that you were eliminated as well? Um, yes and no, uh, shocked in the sense that I felt like that I put together a really good performance and a really good arrangement of the tune. And so, uh, I felt like I left everything out there that I could have. Um, but at the same time, I I also had to understand that I was on a, a reality TV show. <laughs> and so, uh, and so you have yes. to understand that. Uh, Rachel is also an incredible singer and, uh, they, they're, they're putting together entertainment for people and they, they want a good storyline and a good growth pattern. And, uh, so I knew that there was a, also a good chance I wouldn't make it through no matter how well I performed. So even though I felt like I, uh, gave it the best performance I could have, uh, I still also kind of had to know going into it that there was a good chance that I'd be leaving. <laughs> And that has to be hard because, like, when you're, you know, scheduling yourself, like, in your mind saying, hey, I have to be ready for a possible disappointment. Um, h- how do you bounce right. back from a situation like that when you're told no, but you know that you still have talent and ability? How do you bounce back as a musician? Yeah, it's a good question. It was definitely a, a, a struggle for sure, getting, um, I guess my head, like my mind out of the mindset of like failure at that point. Cause it, it is really tough. Like you get this opportunity that you think may be super big for you and, and can start kind of jumpstart your career and propel you forward. And then um, it kind of sputters and spits out a lot sooner than you would have hoped. And really, really before a lot of opportunity to per, like progress happened, uh, yeah. So, I mean, just uh, talking to people that believe in me and like talking to my support systems and, and knowing like, again, realizing it's a reality TV show, it's not necessarily entirely about the the singer and all that stuff. And, uh, I mean, luckily I have a good head on my shoulders and I'm, and, and, and I'm still confident in what I'm doing and ready to progress. So yeah, just got to keep, keep grinding and, uh, and, and move on to, to, bigger things that can kind of wash that one away. (laughs) 
And I agree with that. I think you definitely are, are going to make a career of this. And, it, and I think that's one thing I love about these shows. Um, and as you mentioned, it is reality TV and there is a storyline. Um, I did have opportunity to talk right. to a few other voice contestants and Sakai was on an on earlier season and he kind of talked about that of just, you know, there's there's a lot of parts of it that you need to be aware of um, going into it. And when you get there, you don't know what to expect. And it's just the truth. Like you you walk in there and it's like, oh, it's going to be one thing. And you're like, oh, it actually it's this. And so <laughs> it's, it can be really hard. And I know you right. say you grew up in a small town. Is it Rockford, Michigan? Yeah, okay, Rockford, so can Michigan. Can you tell us about it. growing up in a small town and who were some of your musical influences growing up? Yeah, definitely. Um, I like my hometown a lot. Uh, definitely glad to have the opportunity to also uh, move on and, and find some more um, excitement in different locations and more diversity and that type of stuff. And uh, But it was definitely uh, an enjoyable childhood. And... Um, I guess musical influences growing up. I, 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 I grew up in a Christian home. So a lot of like my early childhood was uh, CCM Christian artists, which are not necessarily the most uh, intricate uh, m- musically, but um, then kind of branching out, I, I got really into oldies stuff really early on. Um, I really love the sounds of the seventies uh, and eighties, the, Love Stevie Wonder and Elton John and uh, even some rock bands, Led Zeppelin and Queen and and all those guys were big inspirations just uh, as far as musicality and newer people definitely latched on to John Mayer and uh, I love Louis Capaldi right now. Harry Styles is, is fantastic. I don't necessarily... That album was so good. What was that? The album with Harry Styles. Oh yeah, Harry Styles' new album is fantastic, and um, yeah, it's interesting because my the genre of music that I love to listen to is is pretty sporadic. I listen to pretty much everything, um, and and I think that I try to pull little pieces into my music, and uh, I think R and B has always been one of my favorite things to listen to. Um, especially in recent years, people like Anderson Pack and Yeba and oh man, that this new Silk Sonic album is fantastic. But yeah, I think just I enjoy listening to great artists no matter what genre they do. And then I like to make my my music be whatever uh whatever comes out of my my uh heart, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yeba too. Yeba did a song called Distance. Have you heard that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeba's album I think is 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 my number one album from this year. If I had to, if I had to choose one, I would agree. I mean, Yeba is just in a league of her own, and I mean, mm-hmm. and I love artists like that. And one of my favorite singers, everybody knows, I've said it all the time, is Tori Kelly, and I love her. I mean, just who she is oh, yeah. and what she represents. And just going even further back, when you think like Crystal Lewis, who I think she does Christian music, I think now, um, but such a great singer. And yeah, I, I love like when we go all the way back to like Nirvana, which is a great band. Um, and, and I really miss Kurt Cobain, just such an mm-hmm. amazing singer. I mean, just 
I mean, wow. You know, and I just always go back to, and I love like Neil Diamond, like just going, you know, in the Tracy Chapman, just like there's so many, you know, people out there that are amazing artists. And I feel like you, I, I don't ever see you in a box. I see you being able to do a different type of music and maybe create your own sound that people haven't heard. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. That's uh, I definitely agree with all so that. So I have a, a hard question for you. Can you sum up your music in one word? <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> well, can uh, you try for us? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, hmm. It's a tough question. I probably I saw that you were going to ask this one. I probably should have thought about it a little harder. Uh, before jumping in the podcast, but if I had to sum up my music personally in one word, it would just be like, I don't know, maybe something like pursuit or like, uh, uh, growth. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm always just trying to, to, to make new things and to grow like each song I come out with. I'm like, Man, I wish I would have written this song before I wrote that one, so I wouldn't have had to release that like that type of stuff or like I don't know, like growth or like uh I can help you. Okay, on this go one. for it. What about like um the two I was thinking of was innovative was one. And okay. I thought a second one I thought was free. And the reason I said free is because I feel like there's a freedom in songwriting and producing and the freedom of making changes, oh, yeah. even like if it's either the bridge of a song or the chorus and just finding what works for you and producers, like who is someone that you have the freedom to choose and also mm-hmm. being an independent artist and you're not stuck into contracts right now. I think like you really get to choose what you want your sound to be. And there are yeah. a lot of great artists out there, but a lot of it is manufactured from what I hear. And it's, it's, and I think like that's a big one, but innovative as well is because creativity right. with music you know when you have people especially playing instruments from a young age and having that experience like you have to be able to to evolve and share and and i think innovation is huge um and i think you worked if i'm not mistaken in the tech industry correct right i did <laughs> so yeah innovative is true i mean I, I, that, that, I don't know if i would say that i work, worked in the tech industry I, I worked at an apple store but <laughs> i guess if you count that but well, I would count that because if you ask me to figure out what's going on with it, we'll be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. So, I mean, I think that's really cool when you think about it of just like currently on the radio, there's so many great artists. But like I said, I just feel like I've heard a lot of it before. And so I I really want the new artists out there and people who are starting in their careers to just do something different. Because um, I feel like that's what we need to see more of. And just like, even like I use an example, like K-pop is something that's becoming really popular now. And let's say 20 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. And so mm-hmm. I love to see innovative, you know. Right. Yeah, I think it's something important always to incorporate into your music is it is important to draw aspects from popular music if you want your music to do well. But I think it's also important to put your own flair on everything and and always try to, I guess, push the boundaries of what, what you're doing uh, and, and what you've done before. I agree with that. And it kind of goes into another question I have for you. Uh, what is your favorite song to perform live? 
And if you could record a duet with any artist on the radio that we do have, um, who would you choose? And could you maybe come up with a title for the song you would want to call it? Oh, maybe. Uh, my favorite song to perform live, you mean of my my favorite song to sing, like of my own? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I really like singing Difficult Day. That would probably be my number one because uh, it means a lot to me. Um, and I think it, it, it does well for my voice as well. But that's a track I dropped. Is that my newest single? Yeah, that's the newest single that I've released uh, this fall. Um, so I love doing that one, it's, especially if I have to sing something like acoustic or alone. That That's my go-to. Um, and if I could collab with any artist right now, it, it would probably be Louis Capaldi. Um because I think we have pretty similar voices and uh, I love his voice and I also love his personality. I think he's hilarious. Um, I I don't think that I could give you a song title of something we'd write, <laughs> but I would love to, I would love to uh, do a song with Louis Capaldi. He'd, he'd be my, my dream collaboration. I'm trying to. Is it someone to love? Is that the name of his song? One of his songs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, someone to love is a is a big one that he does. That's one of his most famous ones. That was actually supposed to be. uh, I was supposed to sing that song if I made it to the next round. (laughs) On the voice. Wow. Now that's that's an exclusive, you guys. That's really cool. There you go. Exclusivity right there. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that even, but at this point. I mean, who cares? We're 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 gonna move past that. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of talk to you about um before we move on to our next question. Um, would you like to perform live? Maybe have you performed live recently? Um, I know you've done shows, but is that something you might be interested in doing? What do you, uh, what do you mean? Meaning, like having you back here in the future. I have a second podcast called Space Between, and so I do allow other you know artists to sing and share their music so if you're ever interested in coming back and singing your original stuff and covers you're more than welcome to oh yeah possibly man if we got if we got time down the road i'd be i'd be uh wouldn't be against it (laughs) awesome all right so let's talk about what's next for you um can you tell us if if you have any other live performances coming up soon or any new music you're going to be releasing in 2022 that we need to look out for yeah, for sure. I do have, um, I haven't made the like official announcement for it, but there's a new, I'm dropping a new single uh, in a little less than a month, January. Uh, yeah, I think, what date? I think the 20th. Towards the end of January, I'll be releasing a new single. Um, and uh, no really shows uh, announced at the moment. I just had a big Christmas show at my hometown uh, last week, and that was awesome. We sold out one and almost sold out the second, and uh, so that was super fun. But no shows at the moment on the radar to discuss, but uh, I'm, I'm sure there'll be stuff to look forward to in 2022. Well, we're excited to hear about it. Like I said, I'm I'm a huge supporter of artists who are following their dreams, and I'm just glad that you have had that platform on the show to kind of let people know that you can come from a small town, have big dreams 
and be able to make a career for yourself and do it your own way. And I think like sometimes you get stuck in the contracts and, you know, doing things a certain way, you have an image to withhold um, on some of these shows. But now, you know, it's like I have exposure, which is great, but now what do I do with this? And this is where you really, you know, extend your 15 minutes of fame. And it's like, hey, it doesn't have to be 15 minutes. It could be whatever I want it to be. And so I'm just very grateful that you were here. And I want um, our listeners, if you can kind of let them know, where can they find you online, if you don't mind giving your social media handles and how they can find you? Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for ha- yeah having me on here. Uh, my my Instagram, you can do Bradley Sinclair Music. Um, I have a website, which is bradleysinclair.com. Um, and that'll have a link to all my other social media as well. I have a TikTok that I am a failure with. I'd, I've posted like three videos over the course of two years. <laughs> I definitely need to get going on the TikTok. I can't remember. I think it's, I think it's B Sinclair Music or something like that. Let me look. Oh no, it's Bradley Sinclair Music. So my TikTok and Instagram are the same, and uh, my Twitter is B Sinclair Music. But pretty sure that if you search Bradley Sinclair into uh, the search bar of most social medias, you'll be able to find me. Uh, same thing with YouTube uh, and Spotify and Apple Music and all that jazz. Uh, my artist name is just Bradley Sinclair. So uh, you can stream all my junk over there. Well, I promise you guys, y'all are going to love his music. If you haven't heard of him before, you're going to be in for a surprise because I really do believe in your talent. And I'm just glad that you've been able to share with us. Thanks so much, man. I, I, I appreciate that and uh, appreciate the conversations. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. But we really appreciate you, Bradley, being here. And I hope to get our schedules together and we can have you back hopefully next year to share some new music. And we will love to hear you sing live. Awesome. Thanks, Jerry. Oh, thank you, Bradley. And you have a great day. You too. Okay, bye. Oh, 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 oh,